you need a reason to run. You need a, a, lo- a middle and long distance athlete needs rhythm. A discus thrower needs rhythm. A hurdler needs a lot of very, very good rhythm. So in every event, you need rhythm. This is the advice she has given her athletes and it all started when she began training her seven-year-old daughter back in the 1960s. Born and raised in Namibia, but now calls Bloemfontein home, the athletics coach affectionately known as Dani Antbortha has made a name for herself in track and field. She stole the spotlight when Wade Fanikerk won the gold medal at the 2016 Olympic Games in Rio. They have since parted ways, but that has not stopped her. With the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 having commenced on July 23, it was only fitting that for our first episode of Season 2 of Winning Women, we spoke to the celebrated coach. With more than five decades in the field, the almost 80-year-old veteran opened up about her long journey. We also caught up with her new protege, 22-year-old Tsebo Madoso who shared his experiences with his coach, as well as his feelings about not making it to the Tokyo Games. You are listening to Winning Women, a podcast brought to you by City Press to celebrate the women who define their sectors and pave the way for others to follow. book and I still have that little book 
I started with her in the, uh, you know, just to, to teach her the correct way of running and, you know, rhythm work and, you know, really, really basic, basic, basic stuff. In my opinion, uh, rhythm is, is, is so, so, so important because, for instance, if you run a 400 meter, you have to maintain rhythm throughout that distance. The moment when you, when you lose rhythm, you lose uh, momentum and, you know, you have to actually start from beginning again to get into the rhythm. I did long jump, I did high jump, I did discus throwing, I did javelin throwing from the very beginning. I, I loved and I was very interested, but my really as a child, I, I took part and I enjoyed very, very much. And you know, when, when I was coaching in, 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 in Vintage, I coached some steeplechase, hurdles, the sprints, middle and long distance, uh, high jump, long jump. When my children, you know, had to go to or come to, to Bloemfontein, uh, to, to further their studies, uh, I went on coaching. And then I, in 1980, I had my first South African champion in cross country. So, Brian Stickerland was my first cross country bronze medal athlete. From then on, the cross athlete started coming through. I think my, my big break was in 1984 when we came to uh, the SA a junior championship when I came to, to Pretoria to Polish with Harald Barnard and he was running barefoot and he won the gold in the 200 as well as the 400 meters for boys under 70. When I moved to Bloemfontein after my husband retired, yeah, all right. There, there were quite a lot of, of top, 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 top athletes. And I am blessed to be able, especially at this time of my life, to, to be able to share with my athletes my passion and, and my love for what I'm doing and trying to help them to achieve what they really would like to achieve. The biggest award or the biggest achievement in all these years was why 
gold medal and his world uh, record. That that is something which stand out above anything else. Sometimes when when I think back, um, so many of those uh, rewards and achievements and you know all those things feel so unreal and and you feel in a way you feel so humble and I was doing every day what I love and what I have a passion for why why will people do something like that but then on the other hand it makes you feel also that what you try to do to to young people to help them and to encourage them to reach and and realize their dreams and their goals and make you part of that because the moment when an athlete approaches me to help him and to coach him and share his dreams and, and, and his goals with me, that very moment, the two of us is a team. Sibo Matsoso, who is one of Danny's athletes, says he's grateful to have her by his side through this journey, even though they've been facing some difficult times. But he's looking forward to what the next season holds. Danny is a, Danny is a very, he, her training methods are based on endurance. There's a lot of endurance there. It's endurance based. But what stands out for me most is that she, the way she treats her athletes, it's it's just different. It's like it's like being with your grandmother, but then you have to work, you know, because she's mm. so loving. I'll give that to her. She's very loving, and she treats me like a like I'm her grandson. So I love that about her. She's very loving, and but like when you make her angry, hey, you're gonna feel it, eh? <laughs> you're gonna feel it. But then she's and her way of thinking, the way she plans things, like. At the time, like it really doesn't make sense when you're doing it. It's like, but we did this last time. Why are we doing this now? But then after you've done it and it's it's been put in work, then you see, oh, okay. It's like actually, Danny is very smart when it comes to setting up programs and stuff like that. So she's very, she's unique. I think her way of thinking when it comes to setting up training programs is very unique. To say the least. Well. Okay, we had goals and we had plans for this season. Uh, but but like for the most part, most most of my goals were accomplished, so I'm happy about that. But then when it comes when it came to the Olympics, and uh, <laughs> it was a bit shocking because we really thought we had a good chance there, and we really did have a good chance of making the full life for relating. But then you know politics and stuff like that. It sometimes seems unfair, 
but we have to make peace with it, you know. We 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 got out there and we we sort of got my name out there in a way. And we have a good base for the next season. So we're actually happy about that. We're focusing on the good. I have a lot of endurance for the moment. Um so we're happy about that. But we know we have a good uh, foundation for next year. We know that the goals for next year are gonna be bigger. <laughs> They're gonna be bigger because uh, now we are we we are more motivated because of the upset that we just got. We're more motivated and we have bigger goals. Things doesn't always work like you would like it to to work or how you dreamed how it would work. It it doesn't work like that. But perhaps I was in too much of a hurry to 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 get table there and. This season only taught me again that the disappointment which occurred during your preparation time and your dreams and your goals doesn't always realize how you as a coach or as an athlete wanted it, but I've learned that things like that doesn't happen without a reason. And we have to wait. We have to work harder to get the body stronger. Because the good things working for us isn't for now. It's perhaps for next year. We have to accept the negative stuff of this season, season, but make them and work on it to get better results and to, to stay positive and keep your, your focus on what you want to achieve Thank you for listening to another episode of Winning Women. Let us know your thoughts on our social media or visit citypress.co.za for news and analysis.